1: Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER.
2: When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste.
3: You are now rocking with the
2: MLB Bro Show podcast, The Mixtape,
3: where we bring you the latest and greatest in black and brown baseball players. From the field to the dugout to the locker room, midnight to high noon to doubleheaders in June, we got it covered. So lock in with the gambler, D. Grubb, Young Quirrett, JP the Rook, OG Mark Gray, and the boss, the skipper, Rob Parker. Let's get it.
4: Stay alive like the BG. Let's dip.
5: What's up, everybody? I'm David Grubb, and welcome to another edition of Classic Hits here on the MLB Bro Show podcast, The Mixtape. This week, we're taking a look at a former MLB bro who made a name for himself north of the border and across the ocean. Warren Cromartie was born with baseball in his blood. His father, Leroy, was a multi-sports star who led Florida A&M to the Black Football National Championship in 1950, and who also spent some time with the Cincinnati slash Indianapolis clowns of the Negro Leagues. Warren went on to be a standout himself at Jackson High in Miami, Florida, before going on to put up big numbers at Miami-Dade College. That got the attention of the Montreal Expos, who drafted Cromarty in the first round of the 1973 secondary draft. In his first season of pro baseball, he batted 335 of 13 home runs, 61 RBI, and 30 stolen bases. By 1977, Cromartie was the starting left fielder with the Expos, joining Ellis Valentine and Andre Dawson to comprise a three-headed monster of young black talent in the Montreal outfield. In 1978, the trio led their positions in outfield assists, with Cromartie leading the Expos with a .297 batting average, and in 1979, he set a career high, scoring 84 runs as Montreal won 95 games. Always a steady hitter, Camardi made the shift to first base as the Expos continued to improve. They finally reached the playoffs following the strike-shortened 1982 season as WC batted 328 with three home runs, 18 RBI, and 24 runs scored. Montreal finished on the cusp of reaching the World Series falling to the Dodgers and the NLCS. That was the end of the good times, though, for Camardi as he became a part-time player the following year. At 30 years old, Camardi was without a job and without a lot of interest across the major leagues. So he traveled overseas and signed with the Yamayuri Giants of Nippon Professional Baseball, becoming the first American player in his prime to go to Japan. Warren Cromartie was playing for the biggest brand in Japanese baseball and being managed by Sadaharu Oh, the biggest name in the history of Japanese baseball. O took Cromartie under his wing, fixed his swing, and WC ended up as a three-time All-Star, an MVP, and a champion. He had his best overall season in 1989 where he batted 378 with 15 home runs and 78 RBI, taking MVP of the Central League. He was able to come back to the U.S. for his swan song, signing with the Kansas City Royals in 1991 and appearing in 69 games while putting up a 313 average with 20 RBI. Over 10 Major League seasons, Warren Cromartie hit .280 or better five times, finishing with a career .281 average. In seven seasons in Japan, he posted a .321 average with 171 homers and 558 RBI. Cromartie paved the way for players like Cecil Fielder, who also used Japan to either extend their careers or get back into the bigs. He's another pioneer who helped connect American and Japanese baseball in the modern era, and he's this week's Classic Hit. That's my time. I'm David Grubb, and now back to the mix.
3: Going deep with OG Mark Gray.
6: First, there was the gut punch of the A's apparently going to Las Vegas. Now, there's the heartache of losing truly one of their own. It's your boy, the MLB OG Mark Gray, and I'm going deep for mixtape Vita blues passing was more than just a baseball legend passing away it was more of an icon of base area social life for those of us who are now officially gen xers you know the next generation of the baby boomers but for those of us who were young baseball fans particularly those of us around the way from the wood, those of us who didn't grow up on manicured lawns We grew up in places where potholes were in ours Vita Blue was that dude the Oakland A's were always the coolest team going, even on black and white TV, because they had the high stirrup socks, the white shoes, and the two flyest brothers on the West Coast ever. With all due respect to Willie McCovey and Willie Mays, there was nothing like a game on Saturday afternoon baseball if you were on the east side of the country that features potentially Reggie Jackson and Vita Blue. Vita Blue had electric stuff—the stuff that you just don't see anymore. He was a left-handed flamethrower who had nasty off-speed stuff that had more dance moves than the Jackson 5. He was a clutch performer, but the body of work is often dwarfed by several mistakes. By all accounts, if Vida Blue hadn't had personal issues he would have been a hall of famer but those personal indiscretions don't make up for the fact that he was a great man a pillar of his community and a guy that will truly be matched fighter blue gone too soon at 73 but a legend that was bigger than just major league baseball it's your boy mark gray the mlb og and i'm going deep for the
3: mixtape Going deep with O.G. Mark Gray. Uh, uh, uh. It's the Black A's report. The Black A's.
1: This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. (sighs) Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh my, look at that, he is!
3: Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details.
7: This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's List is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com, that's A-N-G-I com, or download the app
8: today.
3: It's the Black Ace Report. The Black Ace Report.
8: What's up everybody, this is Justin Petrilli with the Black Ace Report on the MLB Bro Show podcast mixtape. Here's where you get the latest on the melanated mountain marauders who are shoving with precision and popping out all across the big leagues. So let's check the report. After giving up eight runs in three and a third innings against the Dodgers, Taiwan Walker was able to bounce back in a big way. He picked up his third win of the season on May 7th, helping lead the Phillies to a 6-1 victory over the Red Sox. He managed to go six innings, allowing three hits, one run, and six strikeouts. That performance managed to lower his ERA almost a full point, from 6.91 to 5.97. Josiah Gray managed to go 1-1 one one during the Nationals' West Coast trip on May 5th and May 10th. He pitched a combined 12 innings, giving up five total runs. Gray's ERA is now at 2.96, as he's one of only 11 starting pitchers in the National League to have an ERA below three. It was a tough break for Marcus Stroman as he picked up his third loss on May 8th, but Strocho had a solid outing, pitching six innings and giving up two runs on four hits. The Cubs office just wasn't there that game as they only managed to knock in one batter. After winning his first two starts and even with a stellar 2.28 ERA, Stroman is winless in his last six starts. Hunter Green is still looking for his first win of the season after picking up losses in his last two starts. Still. He has a very respectable ERA of 3.69 and has only given up more than three runs once. That's the Black Ace report for this week. This is JP The Rook. Now back to the mix. Uh,
9: uh, uh. New York Yankees
8: have missed a big star in Aaron Judge,
9: who have just made his return back to the lineup. While the Yankees are sitting at the bottom of that tough AL East division, as you've seen in the series versus the Oakland A's, Aaron Judge sparks the confidence within the group when he's in rotation. Without Aaron Judge, the Yankees were 5-5 in the last 10 games. The Yankees had 21 team runs in the last two games, while Judge had three of the runs himself with three hits and two RBI. The Yankees have dealt with many injuries from their stars who they have spent max dollars on. Aaron Judge was stoked following the sweep of the A's. After taking care of business, hopefully the team is ready for the leader of the division in Tampa Bay Rays. It's going to be a tough four-game series in New York. The Rays got the better of the two last week. The Yankees are nearly at full strength, so let's see if the Yankees can start the ride back into the race. With Judge back in the series against Tampa, we'll be a great start trying to cut into that huge deficit in the A.L. East. that set at nine games as of May 10th.
4: MLB Bro Show, up yeah, podcast, yeah, the mixtape. Get it on Apple, podcast, iHeart, or oh, wherever you get your podcast, man, keep it cracked. When I step up to the plate, yeah Up in the batter's box Diamonds fall off my waist, yeah I got the game on padded lock My MVP, Mookie Betts That's my A. like a melanated king So baby, get your swagger right we don't believe in the lies that sold. We believe in the minds that mold. Clutch hitters and rock and roll that rocks the soul. With the exit velocity like a frozen rope. The height of a foul pole left a pitcher leaning like a junkie snort and dope. But this is the land of hope. Green grass and post gang can low, T ball to travel to do A strawberry blast that never choke. Nope. When I step up to the plate, yeah, up in the batter's box, diamonds fall off my waist, yeah. I got the game on padded lock, my MVP, Mookie Betts. That's my A-light, like a melanated king. So baby get your swagger right, MLB bro show. Hits never fading, banging, amazing, blazing, the cages, take it to the ballparks, back to the field, Aaron Judge had 62 bombs for real, no juicing, producing, or baseball collusion, snoozing, continue to bruise like blues music, And there'll be Bro Show, mixtape soul infusion, Baker got him shaking, and moving out in Houston when I step up to the plate, yeah, up in the batter's box, diamonds fall off my waist, yeah. I got the game on padded lock, my MVP, Mookie Best, that's my A a like a melanated king, so baby get your swagger right, MLB bro show, hits never faded, banging, amazing, we blazing, the cages, take it to the ballparks, back to the field, Aaron Judge had 62 bombs for real, we don't believe in the lies that sold, we believe in the minds that mold, Clutch shit isn't rock and roll, that rocks the soul, with exit velocity like a frozen rope, the height of a foul pole, left the pitcher leaking like a junkie who snorting dope, but this is land of the hope, green grass and post-game cantaloupe, T-ball to travel, to Daryl Strawberry Blast that never choked, no, 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 cause when I step up to the plate, yeah, up in the batter's box, diamonds fall off my waist, yeah, I got the game like my MVP Mookie best that's my air like a melanated cake so baby get your swagger right from LA to Boston so brother flossin', slamming like Stanton taking soul from the horsemen firing starting riots kerosene the rundown supreme the bros know what I mean
10: war wins
11: OPS era plus
12: baseball is a game of stats I'm Sebastian ball and I'm the Numbers Man. Jazz Chisholm Jr. was one of the most electric players in baseball last season when playing at second base for the Miami Marlins. But even with his position changed defensively, he has not missed a beat in being one of the most entertaining players around. Jazz Chisholm was moved from second base to center field coming into 2023 due to free agent signings in Miami, and he has excelled in his new position. As of May 9th, Jazz has notched three outs above average, which is good for the 95th percentile in the statistic, while also having an ultimate zone rating per 150 games of 6.6. This is of little surprise, as Jazz has always been one of the most athletic players in the league. He lands in the 92nd percentile in sprint speed, and his new position allows him to put his arm on full display, which has him in the 75th percentile in arm strength. He has reached 93.6 mph on his strongest throw so far in 2023, while averaging 87.9 mph on high stakes throws. He has also managed to reach 28.8 mph on the ground, running with the top 8% of baseball. Jazz has started the season slower at the plate than he would have liked, however his fan graph's wins above replacement is still at 0.5 early in the season showing how impactful his elite outfield defense has been paired with his great base running. Jazz Chisholm put up an elite 139 weighted runs created plus last season in 60 games. So if he can combine that hitting prowess with his current defensive ability, he'll be one of the best outfielders in the entire league. Wow. The numbers will tell. And that's it. Numbers never lie. So until the next episode, this is Sebastian Bach, the numbers man bringing you the metrics on the MLB bros. In the streets, well known like the man.
4: He's the numbers man, MLBbro.com's analytical whiz, Sebastian Ball. Uh, uh, uh. You ain't think we was done yet, did you? Nope, nope, uh, nope. Smoking on that mookie vest, smoking on that mookie vest. Straight out of ten and key open. The vent of bros is bent. Smoking on that mookie vest, only for the winning set. Take a pull and beat the shift. That mookie vest is quite a spliff. I'm smoking on that mookie vest. This is how I do it best. Attack and pull it to my chest. Then I let the bullet stretch. Rose blow, then get no love. My first baseman got a bluff Cause when I'm on my Ozzy Smith, the infielder be needing love. When I started playing ball, I feel so free. I stayed in parks, hitting balls out the yard. My pops was my bodyguard, my trainer, and my batting coach until I saw and cut the rope so I could be like Mookie Best. an MVP that's on his jets. Yeah. Smoking on the Mookie best, smoking on that Mookie Best. Straight out of Tennessee, open the vents, the bros is bent. Smoking on that Mookie Best. only for the winning set. Take a pull and beat the ship That Mookie Best is quite a split I'm smoking on that mama Mookie Spike Lee couldn't even shoot me Came to Boston, won a chip Dropped him like he wasn't shit Champions, they rise again Came to LA, rise again Dodgers won a chip, too Special like my Chip, too Did it in a pandemic Numbers dropping, systemic Bros, you can't depend on Roman so goddamn planet New rock, heavy clutch Touching. Albert Bell was steady, crushing crime dog. Got no loving now, he turkey with the stuffing. Anyway, back to Mookie, New Jack City, cracked a pookie. Yeah, baseballs an addiction. Difference is built in wisdom. Gold glove and silver slugger. Plus, Mookie loves his mother and his wife, Brianna Hammond. his game of life. is grand slamming, smoking on that Mookie bets. Smoking on that Mookie bets. We're not done,
3: we're not done with the Ragamuffin
2: stuff, man.
4: Smoking on that Mookie Bizzle Playoff time, you know he sizzles I remember game one
2: 2020 series
4: Mookie had a two for four Homer, two steals from the door The smoke was higher than the bleachers Bros, they come in different features The LA, the charm, S, and the bless You never lose when you mess with the best That's Mookie best. Smoking on that Mookie best. Smoking on that mookie best. Smoking on that mookie best. MLB Bro Show podcast, the mixtape. Check it out on iHeart, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Yeah. Sound of black baseball.
3: You smoking moogie? I smoking moogie. Uh, uh, uh. Young Crit here to tell you about the Bro Bombers.
1: Call
10: 1-800-GAMBLER.
7: renters you can use angie too for moving installations or cleaning angie can even help with extremely specific projects just tell them what you need and angie will find the right solution for you get started at angie.com that's ang com, or download
13: the app today what's up everybody this is young crit And this is my weekly countdown of the biggest plays made by MLB bros over the past seven days. This week, coming in at number five, we have Money Mike Harris, who struggled a bit this season, and he's been dealing with the injury, but he bounced back in a big way on Sunday, hitting a game-winning double and a win against the Orioles. Up next at number four, we have late-night Lamonte Wade, who homered in three straight games last week and had a total of five hits in that stretch as well. Sitting in the three spot, we've got Dodgers star Mookie Betts, who had two three-hit games last week and two home runs. One of those home runs was a game-time shot in the bottom of the ninth inning on Sunday Night Baseball against the Padres. And at number two this week, Rangers shortstop Marcus Simeon continues to lead the charge for his squad. Last week, he had himself a nice six-game hitting streak with four multi-hit games. And finally, number one on Chris Countdown, Josh Bell has finally started to pick it up a bit. Last week, he picked up six hits in six games to go along with three RBI. And that's it. Until next time, I'm Young Crit, and this has been Crit's Countdown on the MLB Bro Show Podcast Mixtape. Now, back to the mix. Uh,
4: uh, uh. MLB MLB Bro presents presents Black in the Day. This is another episode of Untold Baseball Tea where we bring you never heard before stories from MLB bros throughout the year. Today, second-generation baller Gary Matthews Jr. joins us and tells us a story about how one of his 108 career homers he hit between 1999 and 2010 cost his former team hella cash.
14: What's up fam, Gary Matthews Jr. here, former second-generation Major League Baseball outfielder. So I was talking to my guy Jr. Gamble a couple weeks ago and he was asking me if I might share a story or two with you guys. I came up with a great story. So I'm going to take you guys back to 2001. I am in my third year in the league. I am in my second year with my beloved Chicago Cubs, an organization my father played for and it was an absolute honor and, and literally a dream come true to play for this organization myself. So. Three quarters of the way through my second season in August, I was claimed off of waivers from the Cubs to the Pittsburgh Pirates. Month later in September, rolls around, and who are we playing against? You guessed it, the Chicago Cubs. Chicago Cubs rolled into town, rolled into Pittsburgh, holding on to some slim playoff hopes. And I think if they lost one more game, they would be mathematically eliminated. So I find myself late in the game, bottom of the eighth inning at the plate. And what do you know? I end up hitting a go-ahead and game-winning home run to mathematically eliminate the team I was playing for, had spent the two previous seasons playing for. in driving driving in this run hitting this game-winning home run i eliminated my team and also eliminated what would have surely been a full playoff check for however far they would have went in the playoffs anywhere from 50,000 to close to 200,000 if you go all the way and win a world series this might seem like an insignificant amount of money, but trust me, for a third-year player who was probably making two hundred thousand, that fifty thousand dollars would have went a long way. So now here's the kicker: I'm in the locker room after the game, just hopped out of the shower, and I get a note from one of the bat boys. I I open the note, and it's a letter from a quick note from Todd Hot Rod Hunley, who was our starting catcher. In Chicago and was behind the plate and probably called the fastball that I hit out of the park. Uh, I can't repeat what this note said but it said basically junior you just cost yourself a lot of playoff share money. Uh, To this day I've held on to that note it's framed and on a wall in my house uh, without question one of my favorite uh, stories but also one of my favorite pieces of memorabilia. So uh, hope you guys enjoyed it. I'll see you guys soon.
4: MLBBro.com, covering black and brown
12: major leagues.
11: Uh, uh, uh. I'm Rob, and that's my I kill Badu! Badu! He was trending this past week cause he got hit below the belt. That wasn't cool. That happened on Monday night. But he bounced back on Tuesday with three hits. Akil Badu is back. He's swinging the bat for the Detroit Tigers. Man, nobody will forget when he burst onto the scene in 2021. On opening day, the first pitch he ever saw, he hit out for a home run. He had a great start to his career, stumbled in 2022, sent to the minor leagues. Now he's back and he's being productive. And this is a good thing. He's an exciting young player. I kill Badu. And he has a great name and so much energy. And the Tigers are playing better. And he's playing better. I love it. Akil Badu is back. And that's good for baseball. I'm Rob. And that's
4: my rant. You are now entering. The world of MLB Bro Show Podcast, The Mixtape. Do not adjust your speakers. What you are hearing is real. It is the sound of black baseball. It's not always sunshine and roses. The bros flow from the holy grail, the mind of Moses. The various strategies we use but on the poses, Can't cherry pick when they running out of motor. The science of the pitch, don't lie in velocity. The mind behind the physical building methodology. Dave Winfield, Dave 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 Parker, Dave Roberts, Dave Justice, Dangerous D for simple destruction. Stop stealing signs, stop shooting pistols, come and enjoy the miracle, the bro ritual. Watch Jimmy Rollins, watch Joe Forster, Derrick Bell had a spot where he parked his Porsche. Remember when Joe Carter, he tore the North up? walk off rings and things, those days was awesome. MLB bro show, so follow us, we hitting everything out the park like Bam Bam Collier. It's not always sunshine and roses, the bro flow from the Holy Braille the mind of Moses Various strategies we use front on the poses. Can't cherry pick when they running out of motor The science of the pitch don't lie in velocity The mind behind the physical building methodology Strike one, strike two Work this count like double overtime Merk this clown like the bottom of the nine it's not always sunshine and roses. The bros flow from the Holy Grail to my Moses. The very struggles that we use, but no poses can cherry pick when they're running out of motor. MLB Bro Show podcast, the mixtape. Catch us every Friday on iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your banging podcasts.
1: 18 plus.